What's up, everybody? My name is Josh Biddick, and I am a Kinda Funny best friend. Right now, Kinda Funny is doing their up-and-comer opportunity once again, where you best friends get to vote on someone in that community you think deserves a shot to work with the Kinda Funny crew for one week and gain a wealth of experience. We have an amazingly talented community with tons of people campaigning to be this year's up-and-comer. I wanted to sit down with them and get to know them a bit better and share their stories. That way you feel more comfortable when making your vote for the next up-and-comer. Right now, I am sitting down with one such prospect who is, is an expert in the podcasting field with many podcasts and a plethora of episodes behind him. A beard that Zeus himself would be jealous of. I am talking about the one and only Trevor Bettis. Trevor, how the hell you doing? Oh my God, you, Jay wasn't kidding when he said that you gave him quite the intro. Man, that's the best <laughs> intro I've ever been given to. Holy! It crap. goes on the resume. Uh, yeah. good, good introductionist. <laughs> good <laughs> introductionalist. There we go. That that's great. Yes. Hello. I'm I'm Trevor Bettis. I have a plethora of podcast episodes, which is still weird to say. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, happy to be here. This is great. I I, I love this show. This show's great. <laughs> awesome, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. I've been listening to a lot of your stuff. I'm, I'm digging it too. I'm glad to finally have you on the show. I appreciate the listen. Uh, so, <laughs> of course, of course. I was gonna say you got some good stuff. Plus that that crisp. You just have such a good voice. You know what I mean? Like oh you've got God. that really great podcasting voice. I mean, the face is great too. <laughs> but like that podcasting voice, it's just so crisp I, and smooth. I've had uh, I've had coworkers for decades say what are you doing here you need to be you know you need to be on a radio show and i'm like that's great but you can't just walk into a radio show and be like listen to me and let me talk to people for hours on end they won't they just they kick you out because a lot of people want to do that but now i can yeah, just record know, my own voice and people listen boom. to it it's awesome you have your own better version of a radio exactly. show exactly and i don't have to have any of those weird interludes with the oh, 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 oh it's a weird exactly. crap like that no, and if you want to have that weird crap, you throw it's that true. weird crap I'm in. I'm not there. going to though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor, if people have not seen your shows or heard, oh, I guess heard your shows or uh, know anything about you, can you give us a quick pitch on yourself? Oh yeah. Um. So uh, I'm a dude that decided to start a podcast a little over a year ago, and well, and actually now more than a year ago, uh, and uh, now I have three to four with a possibility of five. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> and uh and yeah it's it's i've been wanting to i've been wanting to podcast for a really long time and um mm -hmm. there i don't know if you you know him but in in the kind of funny best friend community there's a guy named steven dutzman uh who is one of the most fantastic people i've ever met i was just on respawning fire uh last week with him yes yep, and yep, um yep, yep. and a year ago uh he was he was on respawning fire and he was just like if you want a podcast, shut up and do it. There's an app called Anchor. Download it. Just start making a podcast and go. And I was mm -hmm. at my office job, and I went, I should just do it. I'll I'll there just record it on my way home. I will put a headphone in my ear and talk to myself on my way home. And I went, what the fuck am I going to talk about? <laughs> can we, oh, sorry, can yeah. we curse on there? <laughs> of course you can. Oh, sorry, fuck away. Fuck away. Um and you I can't fuck on the show, but you can say the word. Oh fuck god, on yeah, the show. no, let's not do that. Um, the I, I texted my friend Dusty, um, and I was like, "Hey, would you listen to me talk about D and D to myself for 15 minutes?" And he goes, "Absolutely, <laughs> give it to me now." I went, "I'll talk to you in three hours." <laughs> and so I started doing it, and now um, instead of recording it in a car, uh, I record it. Uh, well, now on Discord uh, with my sister-in-law, mm. Allie, and it's called Difficulty Class, and it's all about Dungeons & Dragons and role-playing games and stuff like that. 
Nice. And uh, and yeah, and it's it's fantastic. And it's, I just I keep having ideas for podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, I keep saying okay to them. Uh, the other one that I do is called From the Same Mister. And uh, it is uh, my half sister and I talking about being uh, donor conceived, which is a uh, we've looked it up. Not a lot of podcasts about that. And so far, we've had a really good reception to it. And uh, and then the the third one is I'm gonna podcast, which is on hiatus right now. But it's just me and two of my friends fucking around doing dumb shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's it it's been one of those things where I'm like, I can't, I can't freaking stop. <laughs> I just keep going. I just want to do it more. I want to talk. Like even today I hopped on destiny with my friend and I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm doing a podcast later. He goes, another one. Like how many are you doing? I'm like, hey, I like talking. Okay. So let me talk. There you go. <laughs> so how often are you recording? Um, right now, not as often, um, uh, because on difficulty class, we did, we decided to do what we called a season of games where we mm-hmm. picked two role-playing games, recorded uh, ourselves and some friends uh, running it, and then have been putting them out in you know bite-sized episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So that one we've been kind of uh, we haven't been recording as much week to week. We've been doing some bonus episodes and stuff like that. Um, and from the same Mister, we recorded uh, over the course of six weeks, and then I edited all of them, and then we just set them to go out. So we had that in the bank and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I said, the other one's on hiatus. So not as, like, not right now as much. Like I'm, that's why I like, I'm really enjoying like getting to be on respawning fire, getting to be on here, like getting, sure. getting to talk to people and, uh, do some other things. Um, but I love doing it. <laughs> no, I bet. I was going to say, and it's good to, it's good to not only be able to love doing it, but be able to be good at doing it. And, and again, you said having all these ideas and get, having an outlet to express them is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially right now. I got plenty of time. There you go. All the time in the world, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Trevor, how did you find Kind of Funny? I mean, that's a big thing that we have on people coming mm-hmm. on the show, going for the up-and-comer program. Everyone's got a story. What is yours? So, I was a parking lot attendant over 10 years ago, which is mainly okay. me sitting in one place and just waving at people occasionally as they drive in and writing <laughs> down some information. Um, and so I, I got bored real quick. Uh, Tetris mm-hmm. very quickly, uh, did not hold my interest on my phone. And I remembered, uh, I remembered, I don't know why I was just like, I've heard of podcasts before. Mm. What are those? Maybe they'll entertain me. And at the time I was very much into IGN. Like I, mm-hmm. I, w- I was checking IGN like almost every half hour to see what the news is doing. And so I saw that IGN had a plethora of podcasts. I downloaded literally all of them. Like, not like not sequentially, <laughs> but, like, I was like, all right, uh, Tech Fetish, Beyond, uh, Three Red Lights. Let's let's freaking go. Let's get all of them in here. Um, and I just started listening to them and seeing which ones I liked. And um, the one that heavily stuck with me was Beyond, which was really mm. weird because at the time, I was not a Sony boy at all. Ooh. I was Xbox and Nintendo only. I hadn't owned a PlayStation. I hadn't owned a PlayStation 3 at all. In fact, I didn't. I was like, I don't want one. And Understandable. Then I listened to Beyond for like three months, and I'm like, I want one. Um, yep. And I like the, I list, I started listening to Beyond oh, guys, before their, their, the, the first hundred that they did it was I oh it was like three episodes before Colin showed up, so like okay. uh, like I, I I was in there like pretty early on into it and just listening to him every mm-hmm. week, and yeah like I I listened to those and other podcasts and kept going with them and 
when Greg and Colin and uh, Tim and Nick were like, we're out, we're leaving, we're going to go do our own thing. I was like, what? What? No. <laughs> I, unfamiliar territory. Ah. Um, mm-hmm. Change is bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Um, and I actually didn't follow them that much. Um, really? I think it was mainly because, like, I got, like, I didn't understand where to go find them. And okay. I think, and it, at one time they had it where it's like, I think you had to, like, pay, like, a dollar or something to even get the episode from one website. It was something, I, I can't remember what it was, but whatever it was, it, it made me, like, not listen to it for a bit. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to the Kevin Smith one, though. I, I actually went out and I made sure I listened to the Kevin Smith episode. And it was a good one. It wasn't until, uh, uh, like, a year or so later that um, I uh, found them on YouTube again. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I know at least two of these guys. Let's freaking go. And I just dove right back into it. And yeah. I've just been uh, kind of keeping up with it ever since. Like, I don't listen to every Games Daily anymore or anything like that because, like, right. I'm doing a bunch of crap during the day. But uh, it is something that I'm, like... Like, if I see that they're doing a review of a movie I, I love, I'm like, all right, we'll watch this. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still still in the community. I'm not present in, like, the, the best friend community because I'm ex- – this is going to sound weird. I'm extremely socially awkward. <laughs> I understand. I totally understand that. Um, where it's just like, hey, we're a bunch of people that love the same thing. Let's talk about that. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm going to say this one thing. Bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just kind of go away. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I've, been, I've been following that – following them and and god it's it's weird now like to go back and look at greg like when i first started watching and listening to him to now i'm mm-hmm. just like you're a, you're a completely different person imagine what 12 years will do that's insane <laughs> it's a whole lot of time a whole lot can happen it is a whole lot of time yeah in the community do you find that sometimes uh, at least for myself uh, i'm a very social person but when it comes to like the internet and stuff i just look and like you guys got it covered. Like, why? Why do I need to say anything? Is that kind of kind of what you feel there in those situations? Yeah, that is that is and does end up how I'm how I feel about stuff. Um, like with Reddit and whatnot, like on the subreddit and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm subscribed on there and stuff. Most of the time, when I have a thought, when I see something someone's post, it's probably near the top of something that someone else has already posted. I'm like, all right, they got that covered. Right, I get that. I, I've never yeah. gotten in there on the ground floor, and I'm like, this is my time to share my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I totally understand. Yeah, like I think like the most that I'll do is like occasionally. I will comment or reply on something that somebody from Kind of Funny does, and the thing is, like the the other reason I don't do that do that is because I'm just like, it's okay. Like I know you're not gonna look at this, so it's fine. I don't need to put that mm. out there, but I, I have I have the the emotional reaction to it. And I think that's awesome, and I like it. That's that's the most I will do with it. I understand, I understand, I th- and I think that's a pretty average thing, especially like even though you podcast all the time, people might think, oh, he's gonna be talking or interacting all the time. It's not always the case. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes when you turn the mic off, things become uh, very different. <laughs> yeah, there uh, there was a day where I recorded four podcasts, and uh, as soon as I finished the the last one, I was like, I just need to shut up for like two hours. If I could just not mm-hmm. talk for two hours, that would be great. If I hear myself say another word, <laughs> I'm going to vomit. Oh my god! When I when I first started doing this and having to edit the podcast and stuff. I freaking hate my voice. <laughs> like I hated it really bad. I've finally gotten used to it. But at first I'm like, yep. why the hell do people want to listen to me? This is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like getting over that hump of like not seeing or hearing yourself and just hearing a product. Like I used to edit a bunch of videos of myself 
and be like, God, like, if I'd only done this, or like, if I didn't fuck up this word, or like, mm-hmm. my life, if past Josh wasn't an idiot, future Josh <laughs> wouldn't be going through so much struggle while trying to edit himself. Yeah, past Trevor, uh, past Trevor's an idiot. Future Trevor's all right. <laughs> Present Trevor's <laughs> just only okay. getting better. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor, you talk about how you just started making your podcast on the way home from work to start talking to yourself. Were there other like? big moments when you wanted to try to start content creation but you never could take that leap or was it just that spur of the moment thing like you know what i can do this okay so the i must preface this this is the one time i'm going to name drop okay okay (laughs) um so yeah like i said i got i fell in love with podcasts because of like the igm podcast and beyond and everything like that but uh, and I was like, I should, I want to make my own. And this was twelve years ago. I, I, I've been wanting to make a podcast for that long, and I kept looking into how to do it, and I didn't get it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I did manage to get onto a podcast for one episode, and like it definitely gave me that. Like it, it didn't, it didn't just scratch the itch. It just gave me a whole new itch. Um, and. For sure. I got to be on an episode of We're Not Dead with uh, Britt Baumrocker and Greg Miller. So I act, the first awesome. time I ever podcasted was with Greg Miller, which is weird as hell. Um, Pretty great feat. Yeah, like yeah, and um, and so I got to do that with them. And I remember I used Audacity. I had my SingStar mic plugged into my computer with my iPod headphones nice. in. And I'm like, this is how I'll talk. I'm glad Greg Miller can't see me right now. That's We're just an audio. Awesome. Um, and yeah, so we, uh, it, for people who don't, who don't know, uh, uh, We're Not de- or yeah, We're Not Dead was a uh, fan show that Greg and Britt did uh, for the audio drama We're Alive. Okay. And uh, if you haven't listened to We're Alive, it's really good. You should go check it out. Um, and so, like, because Greg kept talking about that show on Beyond, I started listening to it. I got really into mm-hmm. it. And then because of that, I started listening to uh, We're Not Dead, and I followed Britt. And she was like, hey, who wants to be on the show? And I'm like, me, me, please, notice me, notice <laughs> me, please. <laughs> and, uh, and so I got to be on there. And, yeah, so I, I, I did that, and that was 10 years ago or something now. Um, mm-hmm. And... I was like, man, that was freaking great. And like, I went, I, I listened to my episode. I was like, so excited. I kept telling people to listen. Oh, and of everything. course. And I really wanted to do it, but I just couldn't, I couldn't get the resources to do it. I couldn't get the correct mm-hmm. uh, equipment or like figure out like, where do I host? What do I do with this? Right. How do, how much totally should I pay? That. Where should I post it? And, and I, there were so many questions that I couldn't find the right answers to that it just kept leading to nowhere mm-hmm. um then um oh my god i think it was 20 yeah it must have been 2019 yeah january 2019 um on a games daily episode greg was uh doing the um what, what, what did he call it? the the a squad up he's doing squad up and he read an email from uh chad michael ennis who does respawn aim fire and was like hey mm-hmm. uh we want guests on our show and we want them to be kind of funny best friends get a hold of me and we'll get you on there. So I did. And and I remember I was watching, I was just like, ah, I'll just follow them and send them a message and see what happens. And two weeks later, I'm on their show. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so like, it had been t- like, you know, nine, 10 years since I'd been on a podcast and I was like, man, I still really freaking love doing this. So when, when Steven 
said the thing and you know mentioned anchor and i looked it up i'm like this is answering every question that i had Mm -hmm. this is filling like every every you know everything that i was unsure of before i can just do it now i don't have to worry about all that stuff i can just start talking and it works and and it was great Mm -hmm. because like even though i still have it i still have it up on the the podcast feed i called it dungeon driver (laughs) like i had a really shitty name and um the audio quality is just horrendous just the worst (laughs) um you can hear every car go by me on the freeway and but it, it was one of those things where it's like if i didn't just jump into it i wouldn't be here right talking to you right now like that right. like i wouldn't have the confidence to do it because i just threw myself in and just started posting and and what i did like you were saying like i have a bunch of episodes under my belt that's because at one point i was recording three episodes or sorry six episodes a week i was doing one on Holy the crap. way to work oh, and man. one on the way home from work so mm-hmm. i was posting you know six episodes a week and i <laughs> burnt out on that real fast yeah, um, i bet i bet uh, but yeah, I kind of feel like I went off on a tangent there, and I don't remember what you asked me anymore. <laughs> I mean, you pretty you pretty much answered. I mean, the big thing was like, did you always have this drive, or was oh, yeah, it yeah. listening and finally starting? So you you got yeah, there for sure. I, I do. I have that need to be creative, whether that is good mm-hmm. or bad. Because if I have a day where I'm not creative in some way, like I'm really pissed at myself, and I'm and it might slip into some kind of depression or some shit, which is not healthy at all. I know that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, because like I do, I do the podcasting, I do writing, um, I I. Mm-hmm. I I do mini painting. That's another, that's my other creativity. Because uh, <laughs> I'm a giant nerd. Um, but you're, you're an artiste. I guess. You're an artist. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, I, I, you telling me like you look at Van Gogh and you were like, that guy was a fucking dork. Van Gogh was a fucking dork. But like, look what we have because okay, of him. Okay. Uh, r- real talk. I remember in kindergarten seeing a Van Gogh and started talking about it and appreciating it. And all the kids around me are like, what are you talking about? It's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't understand. I was like, man. no, but it's really pretty. Like, look at the ways that the colors move right there. And they're like, just shut up. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll keep drawing seagulls like these. All right. <laughs> there you go. So, with all these creative outlets you find, do you constantly look for more, or does that become podcasting where you just make a new podcast to unload? Yes, I do unfortunately keep looking for more uh as much as my wife uh continues to look at me and go stop you're good um yeah she 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 is the absolute voice of reason when it comes to me trying to do too much she's just like you're spreading yourself too thin stop it you take a break you all need one uh i mean hell this uh this last week um i was playing online with my friends uh who, who are also in my D game and mm. um i just had this harebrained idea i was like you know, I used to write web comics, and you know, no, nothing ever came of that. I should write web comics about our D and D group, and so I just started. And I have forty pages of of Holy web crap. of web comic script now that I have no idea what to do with because I don't draw. That I, that is not my creative area. I will talk. I will write. I cannot draw for shit. <laughs> um, so we need to find you an artist. That's yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, like I, I, I. 
have these harebrained ideas and then I just do it. And I remember telling her, I was just like, what if I wrote a webcomic about the Golden Pals? And she's like, no, no, you don't have, no, no, you don't have the time for that. I'm just like, but if I do it as a hobby, and she's like, it won't stay a hobby. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that, that's been like my thing that I do off on the side now is where I'm just like, oh, I've got an idea for a webcomic and I type out four panels and just go to town with it. So, yeah, like I the the podcasting thing and going with so many of them is yeah that it is that form of like where i want to keep being creative like that's also with writing like i mm -hmm. have way too many book ideas that i will never be able to write all of but i have all of them there i have the ideas written down and it's one of those where i'm just like okay i want to be creative today in a writing way so i just pick one of those projects mm -hmm. and work on it um, podcasting I like is because it's a little more focused in, or not a little more. It's a lot more focused and it has a deadline. I know okay. that every Friday an episode of difficulty class has to go up. So mm -hmm. I need to make sure that we have the ability to make that edit it, produce it and send it out. And so I think that that is one thing that podcasting has been really good for me is getting me in that flow of, all right, this is when we're recording. This is when I'm editing. This is when it's going up. And, and it's been a nice flow mm -hmm. in, teaching me good creative habits through it for sure yeah do you think i mean do you have an end goal with all this or is it really just like a creative outlet i mean the i yeah i guess like the goal would be like eventually maybe make money off of it that'd be nice for sure for sure <laughs> um it would, is there a place where that is i mean um like yeah if, if ali and i could launch a patreon and you know like know that we are gonna actually be able to do stuff with it and make the show better mm -hmm. but also be able to like you know pay a few bills uh that would be awesome where we're at in listeners right now we're not close to that and that's fine mm -hmm. i'm it's not it's not discouraging because i mean we get emails we get people who are like i love listening to your show i listen to your show every and, and that's still crazy to me that there's people who For are sure. like i'm your fan i'm like what yeah. <laughs> so yeah like that that would ideally be the goal is like you know make this something that i can live off of and not have to worry about you know going to a retail job a desk job or anything like that mm -hmm. like i can focus on being creative and keep doing these creative things um but also you know just then turn away from the computer and go walk into my living room i don't know <laughs> i get that i get that have you thought about any video incorporation in the content or right right now is it like hey we're just sticking to video yeah. because that works and it's more manageable yes we have talked about video um it's another one of those you know it's, it's another one of those hurdles where it's just like okay what do we need to do it what are we going to do with it how mm -hmm. long is it going to take to make it and produce it and what places are we going to put it out in and then how do we get that place visible? <laughs> so it, it's right. it's a conversation that we've had. Like, we have ideas uh, for difficulty class. Uh, we, we have ideas for what we want to do. But uh, right now, and especially with, you know, Allie and I not being able to be in the same place at the same time right now, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's making we, – we've put that on the back burner. But uh, who knows? Some, so we may have like some 3 a.m. epiphany and just be like, oh, my God, we could record this from our houses. <laughs> and then that all changes. Because from the outside looking in, it definitely seems like, for lack of a better word or our grouping of words, your brain is like it's like a content creation factory. Like your brain is like a, a kind of funny in a sense. And, and then you're distributing it out and you're. 
So, like, to see you be able to kind of bring all these ideas together. So, like, your webcomic could could play off of all of the podcasts or, like, have its own place to be, oh. like, a video version. It, oh, it yeah. seems like, I don't know, it seems like in the future it could be definitely a big uh, collaboration. Unit. Oh, yeah, no, like, I, I already was like, okay, if somehow I got a uh, an artist that uh, was going to work with me and was down to do this and everything, like, we've been talking about doing a website for Difficulty Class for a while now, so I would mm-hmm. make that not only the launch page for the podcast but for the webcomic so you hit both of them at the same time. So it would be like the golden mm-hmm. pals presented by difficulty class like i've had i've had these like you know producer thoughts and stuff like that but it's again the like okay but how <laughs> no i get that i get that that, that how is the uh, yeah it sucks the how first is step a, is the hardest how is a is a mean word <laughs> <laughs> always those roadblocks yeah, exactly. there's always ways over them yeah just uh harder to see at times exactly so big show i want to talk about because I am fascinated by it, and I think it's such a cool idea, uh, because you guys have such a unique voice and look at the world, is from the same mister. I think also it's a fantastic name. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk a little bit about like how that all started? I know you've talked about it in yeah. the podcast, but but for those who haven't listened... Spoilers if you haven't listened to my other podcast, <laughs> which if you have, I, you're one of my friends. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Uh, grew up knowing I was donor conceived. My mom is mm. gay. It would have been really hard to hide that. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, in 2018, uh, I had done real quick. If someone doesn't know what donor conceived oh, is, okay. Well, let's get what, into the nitty gritty of it. Let, 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 let's 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 use some words that make people squirm a little bit. Donor conception <laughs> is when someone donates sperm and someone else uses that to have a child. Um, there you go. So, yeah, um, it, I, I did Ancestry DNA long-ass time ago. Nothing ever came of it. Mm. I don't. I didn't expect to go on there and be like, here's your dad and flashing lights. Um, I didn't think he was that <laughs> dumb. Uh, but uh, in 2018, I randomly checked my uh, my ancestry account and there were four people who were close relation to me i'm like that's Mm -hmm. weird checked out one of them they're like here's half their dna here's half of yours i went i understand what this means oh god Mm -hmm. um so and you you can get the full story from the same mister but long story short um wonderfully told it sounds great (laughs) i appreciate that uh long story short uh i now have 10 siblings 10 half siblings that i did not know before 2018 and um, uh, my sister Christy, uh, it w- she was the first one that uh, I talked to, and you know we bonded really quickly. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've bonded with m- my other siblings too. Uh, I'm not trying to say that, um, but uh, like you don't have any favorites. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's just me. Um, but uh, yeah, we kind of early on into this, uh, someone said because I I'd started difficulty class while this was going on. And someone's like, hey, we should do a podcast. And so I was like, interesting. Let me throw around some ideas and I'll, I'll come back at you guys. So uh, from the same mister is not my name. I, I wish I could take credit for that. Christy wishes <laughs> she could take uh, credit for that. Our sister Emily named the Facebook group we all talk in from the same mister. And every That's one of awesome. us busted up laughing as soon as we saw it. So we're like, that that That's has so to be the cool. name. Um, and so... Yeah, like, um, I, I talked with a couple of siblings. Like, it was kind of this conversation of just, like, okay, who is going to be on it all the time? Because we can't have 
all 10 of us or all 11 of us on the show all the time. Hell of an ensemble cast. Yeah. And eventually that uh, that got uh, brought down to, okay, uh, Trevor and Christy, um, you guys can talk and talk and talk and, and be <laughs> confident in, in the talking. So we are like, quote unquote, the main hosts. And then mm. what we've done is we figured out season plans for this because it felt weird to do this as a weekly podcast. Like it felt mm. like eventually we'd get to the point where we're just reaching for content. And we didn't want that to be what it is because, yeah, we want to tell our story. Yeah, we want to, like, talk about what's going on with us. But at the end of the day, the reason we wanted to do the podcast was other people are going through this and they may want to hear another story like theirs or one to understand their story right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really the main driver. And it was and also like the aspect of like people who have like, I'm sure there's somebody listening to this right now. They went, I had no idea that was ever a freaking thing. That's weird as shit. Right. So now we got a podcast that we can be like, Hey, if you don't understand what this is, go listen to it. I, I, I know that's mm-hmm. a self promotion, but you know, we talk about it in there in that sort of way. Right. So we, we talk about that and then uh, we're slowly having our siblings guest on it and having their episodes and them telling their stories because mm-hmm. um, I mean what at one point someone was just like Trevor you should write a book about this I'm like I don't want to do that because that's my voice I don't want my voice telling your story I get that. Uh, that was I get that. that was like why I really like I remember in uh, in December when a bunch of us met up that that's why I really pushed to do a podcast I'm like because I want this in your voice I want you mm-hmm. telling what happened with you instead of me telling what happened with you. Um, right. So, yeah, we, we're breaking down into seasons. We just finished season one, uh, and we're going to start working on season two here in a little bit. And so far, it's, it's going really good. The reception we've been getting to it is phenomenal. I mean, I bet. difficulty class, you know, got up, did a slow jog, and then got up to a run, and then COVID happened, and it got back down to a jog. But uh, uh, this... Take a breather. Yeah. Uh, but this one... I mean, we posted it in a, in a few subreddits, a few Facebook groups, and um, I mean, it 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 took off more than um, I, our the first episode, Christie's uh, episode, has more listens than I think, uh, God, probably ninety percent of difficulty class. Oh wow! So yeah, it, it it was a big thing, and the emails we were getting, oh my God, like we were getting emails from other donor conceived people. Uh, women thinking about uh, uh, having a child this way, asking us mm-hmm. questions like, hey, what sh- how should I deal with this when they ask this? Or, um, oh, you know, I, I, I don't know how to start looking for my dad. What do we do? And we're like, hey, we, I'm, I'm, we're not private detectives. We don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so it's been, it's been a crazy experience, but it's been so much fun to do. Uh, not just because I get to talk to my sister every week, you know, just you know, for, for hanging out, but because like mm. it, it's it's been great interacting with people who have also either gone through this or is going through oh, this course. or been around this. It's 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 been great. I love it. I think one of the, my favorite things about it is just and kind of like you said, how many people it, it helps. Uh, not only does it like help you guys be able to share your stories, but like you said, it helps. It helps other donor-conceived children kind of process what they're going through. It helps parents how to handle such Mm -hmm. a delicate subject. And like you even talked about, and you said it multiple times in the first episode alone, how to go about doing this process. Because one of the things you guys said, and it's 
that's something that I feel very strongly about is that those kids are the kids who are going to be loved the most mm-hmm. because it's it's a choice you're making intentionally and it's a choice that they want to make. So as it may seem like a weird concept from the outside, it it just makes so much sense. Like that person wants to have a baby more than anyone yeah. because they're willing to go through all of this to have one. Mm-hmm. And you know that kid is going to grow up in a house full of love. And I think I think that's just so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that was uh that was something our sister Elise said. Uh, when we had that meetup in December where it was just like the one thing that we all know in this room is that we were wanted. And like Mm -hmm. that, I was like, that's a really fucking good point. That really is. And uh, that, that definitely brought a, made me think about it in not a different angle, but like brought a different light to going into that podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think before it would have been more of just being like, "Hey, this is me. This is my sister." Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely brought like a more like kind of thing about it. It's like, "Hey, let's you know, let's let's talk about this. Let's let's uh, mm-hmm. let's have a sit down." So it was, it, it, it's been fun. That's awesome. So meeting all of these siblings, uh, what was that like? Like, I mean, like one oh, day God. you just have ten siblings and, and you address them like, like you're calling Christy your sister and everything yes. like that. Does it feel just like? you guys have known each other forever or is that there that instant sibling connection? Like, what is that like? Yeah, no, it, for it, it there really is like, it's, it's really crazy. Um, like the, I, I, <laughs> because we didn't all meet at the same time because like, you know, people get kits and stuff like that. People are on different mm-hmm. websites. Like we, I have right. now done the, Hey, so we're related talk about five times. <laughs> um, and it's, it's the first time is weird because, hey, I'm a grown ass adult. You're a grown ass adult. We've never met. We're related. Yeah. It, um. And and then like getting past that, I then go and I, I then go into home like, also, we have this many siblings. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not alone. We we did joke on the podcast that from now on when it happens we can just direct them to the podcast, but I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> hey, uh, this is strong. some listening material. Um, it's going to help you kind of ease into this process. Yeah, but but like it, it has really made us look at what makes each of us our own because mm-hmm. we do end up having so many weird little similarities even though we've never mm-hmm. met each other. Like the first time I went and and actually met Christy in person, uh her boyfriend I, I said something at one point and her boyfriend just stares at me and goes, Jesus, you guys are the same person. <laughs> 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 like we like a lot of us um like well, I know all of us have at least one thing oddly enough in common with each other or even mm-hmm. in common with cuz we we have the 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 sheet that the dude filled out. That that's what I call right. the donors, the dude. Not in the, the Jeff Bridges sort of way, but that would be cool. Yeah. Um, he does not abide. He does he not is. abide. <laughs> Oh uh, man, that'd be that'd be funny as hell. The first time I meet the, if I ever meet uh, my donor, is just you know, like walk up with a white Russian. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we have the sheet, and so there's a bunch of stuff on there that's like talking about like what he went to school for, what his interests are, like what his family dynamic was, what his parents did for work, and there's at least mm-hmm. one thing on that sheet that every one of us goes, I do that. It's crazy. I do that that's like me um and it's it's really it's really cool like i'm that's the thing that's been great about it it's been a great awesome experience that has it's filled this void that i didn't know existed i know it's a cliche thing to say but it totally makes sense 
Um, I remember like when I was a kid, like I wanted a sibling really bad because everyone around me had siblings and I, and I, and I didn't, right. I guess that just, it was the extent of my only childness. I'm like, I have all the toys. Now I want a sibling. Uh, <laughs> give me more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the fact that, and, uh, well, one of the funny things, one of the things that we all agree on is thank God we all met when we were adults because we got yeah. to skip the awkward teenage phase, the angsty teen phase. Like we didn't annoy All each other. Like it was just like, Hey, uh, do you want to go hang out at a bar? Yeah. <laughs> it's been good. So, and if this isn't a question you want to answer, don't just let me know. Mm-hmm. So are you all around like the same age? Um, yeah. Uh, so there, there is a split, which is kind of weird. We're still trying to figure out exactly how this happened. We got theories, but mm-hmm. so, uh, let's see. Four of us are within the range of eighty-seven to eighty-eight for you know, year we were born, and then, mm-hmm. um, now I'm trying to remember. We there's like this weird gap where like um, a majority of us are over thirty, and then or or some of us are over thirty, and then some of us are under thirty. So there was like a okay. weird like four or five year gap that um that shows up in our ages we don't know why it could be anything from uh nobody wanted that selection during those times they didn't offer right. during that or he went and redonated i don't know <laughs> right yeah so uh yeah that 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 has been really nice but like i do know stories about uh, someone who is 30 that finds out that their donor conceived and they suddenly have a 16 year old sister and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's that is crazy. Like, I I don't know if that will ever happen. And I mean, if it did, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd still be like, hey, you're my sibling. Like, whatever. Um, right. But it, it would definitely be a much different dynamic if I suddenly found out that I had a sibling that was like 16, 17, and I'm 30. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, um, Fortnite's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> you like that ninja guy? Yeah. <laughs> So, and you mentioned it on the podcast that like around Christmas time when everyone's getting their twenty three and Me for Christmas and their mm-hmm. and their DNA accounts, that you you start getting more siblings. Uh, do do you is that I'm trying to think of the best way to word this? <laughs> is there is there always that compelling feeling to like reach out? Like I oh yeah think of, oh oh. Do you ever get to a point where you're just like oh that's enough siblings? No no. I know that sounds super no. shitty, but I just don't know how else to say it. <laughs> no, I could you say. Um, no, I don't. I I can't speak for all my siblings, and if they did feel mm-hmm. that way, I would get it because this for sure. is weird. Like it is. <laughs> like when we get down to brass tacks, it's weird, and it can bring up emotions and feelings that you weren't expecting to have. And so, if one of my siblings told me, "It's like, hey, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore," of like meeting new siblings and stuff like that, I would understand. Um, mm-hmm. I know for me, I'm going to hit up every single one of them. And and I don't mm-hmm. know if that's just me being me or the whole like need as a child to have siblings or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I every there's two siblings that we haven't really had contact with. We've reached out to them. We've given them the opportunity to, you know, talk to us if they need to we're just like hey we're not forcing you into this and that's one of the things that we always make sure it's like hey if you don't want to be in this you're it's cool don't worry about it yeah like we get it um but if you want to be like hey we're family 
cool we'll do that yeah you're 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 my sister you're my brother whatever like that that we're we're good but uh but yeah i i i think that no matter what or how long this goes on for and people keep showing up i will reach out and just be like hey how's it going at least yeah um I do know, like, I don't think this is how what happened with ours, but, like, I do know that there was an article, and I can't remember where it was now. You can probably find it if you do enough Googling. But basically, someone did an article for a website last year or the year before. I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> where they were like, hey, I'm donor-conceived, and I have 31 siblings. Oh, man. Yeah. That is a oh, trip. Oh, man. Uh, and this dude... Um, made it, and what's what's really interesting about the article is he did it. He did this more out of like just pure curiosity than really wanting to like get to know everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind of standoffish about it, um, but he went and talked to and photographed every one of them that would that agreed to meet him because he was a right. photographer, and so like he wanted to understand this through photography and so he would mm-hmm. take a picture of a sibling and then just kind of like look at him be like look at how they look like him or how they yeah. look like another sibling it was really fascinating i don't think i'm gonna get up to 31 siblings but uh who knows <laughs> season six of from the same mister <laughs> right do you i mean do you think the podcast is essentially your I mean, photo album for like you are a podcaster. You're a content creator. Is that kind of your way to to not only share your story for your siblings, but also kind of find the similarities between you all? I I do. I do think that that is is something where it's like because like I said, like I joke that I'm like, hey, we find a new sibling. Hey, go listen to the podcast. But like honestly, <laughs> like after yeah. I talk or one of us talk to them and like you know see how they're feeling about everything, you'd be like, hey, if you wanna. Like just kind of binge this. <laughs> we can do that. We got a podcast mm-hmm. that you can listen to some of us talk on. So it is kind of this weird, you know, voice photo album of what we have gone through and what we're currently going through and how we're feeling. And I think that's just something that is. It's not fun is a weird word for that, but it's 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 nice to have that. But at the same mm-hmm. time we're also talking about more than just our siblings stories and our stories. Like we're like, we had an episode that was uh, Christy and I talking about, um, you know, uh, the fact that we both grew up with gay moms. Our other siblings didn't, we are the only two that grew mm-hmm. up with gay parents. Uh, so we talked about what that is like. Um, but mm-hmm. we, we have plans for other episodes where it's not, about us it's not about our siblings it it, we we have plans where we want to talk to other donor conceived people who we are not related to right we want uh we we have nothing in the works right now but like eventually we want to talk to someone who donated whether they want to meet the kids or they don't because that's a whole other aspect of this is the fact that uh this is some weird you know learning stuff but currently right now they have it set up for if you donate, they uh, fill out your identity, and if the kid wants to learn who you are, they can. That mm-hmm. is a thing. We don't have that. Um, the majority of this uh, of the donor conception thing has been it is completely anonymous. The bank right. knows who you are. They have a contact number for you. That's it. 
we, we no there is no we have no ability to go in there and like tell us a name tell us a phone number tell us anything we we cannot do that um so yeah we want to talk to someone who has been in that situation like, and, and i would love to get one who doesn't want to talk to the kids and one that has or does want to talk to the kids like i want to get all angles of this because again it it is a unique thing so i want to just for sure i want to make it i want to want to have that there where it's like this is something that we that isn't as prevalent in podcasting or in conversation so that, that i think that would be a, a, a neat thing to talk about oh, of course and i think shedding the light on all sides of it is really cool you know what i mean because yeah. you're right i think not a lot of people think about the kids who go through being donated, right? Mm-hmm. Or, well, I guess, through donation yeah. conception. And then people who are in that don't necessarily think about the donor themselves other than like, oh, you know, you donated, you bounced, or, yeah. or what goes into making that decision too. Mm-hmm. Because as much as, and again, I, I, I recognize I say this from someone who's not involved in the situation at all, but I would imagine as much of a decision it is for someone to want to be conceived through donation the person who's donating is probably going through some similar struggles too. I'm yeah. like, you know, yeah, like that's they like, have kids out there. Uh, we, we that's the thing. Like, we don't know what situation they were in, what situation they mm-hmm. are in now. Um, there's a, a, there's a plethora of stories that could be told uh, just from that. So it, mm-hmm. uh, even if I can just get two people to talk about their side of it. Um, I think would be uh, uh, an interesting thing for people to listen to and, and uh, explore. Do you have like big overarching goals for the podcast? Like I know you mentioned wanting to have like other donor kids come on and things like that. I, it seems like it's something that's helping so many people. Are there, I don't know, have you thought about maybe doing a live show one time? Cause I think that could be super <laughs> cool. Um, With the whole family on stage. Oh my God. <laughs> No, I will admit, I'll admit I've not thought about that. I am now. <laughs> and I'm there gonna, you go. and I'm going to message the group after this and be like, "Hey, so you should hear this idea." Um, <laughs> but uh I, I don't I can know. moderate for you guys, don't worry. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I I don't think we quite know like like a year from now what is from the same mister look like. I don't know. Mm. I don't know, honestly. Like right now, we're, we're we have some ideas. We for sure want to get all of our siblings on there so they can get their stories out, and then after that, we're gonna figure it out. But um, but yeah, like like with difficulty class, like it's around a hobby, around an interest. I I can see right. where I can get people interested in things and where I can like you know post stuff and do stuff but when it comes to this one it's it's like i don't know if like i don't saying i want it to go on forever feels weird because again it feels like eventually we would be reaching for content or something like that and it would lose the message of mm-hmm. yeah th- this is us telling you our story but what it, but it, i don't want people to listen to it because i'm on it i want people to listen right. to it because of what it's about. Does that make sense? Yeah, the message. Yeah. No, yeah, you want the message to hold more yeah. true than than the personality. Like like on difficulty class, like if someone was just like, "Yo, you're Trevor, you're on difficulty class." I'd be like, "That's awesome." Uh and if yeah. someone was just like, "Oh, wow." Well, uh, I, I guess it would be cool like, "Oh, you're on from same mister." But like I don't again want it to be I don't want to have like this rock star personality on the show <laughs> because <laughs> of what it's about. Like I I, I, I want you. it to be 
yes, I want it to be fun, lighthearted. I want to have, you know, a good conversation with my siblings. Um, but I don't want it to just be like, you know, oh, hey, that's all it is about. It's like, no, there, there's more to it. This one's got a, a little bit of a bigger thing to it. Does anyone ever pull, like, age rank amongst the siblings? Like, oh, yeah, technically I am the oldest. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the uh, When Emily realized that she was the, the oldest sibling, uh, she was just like, yes! Because <laughs> uh, she, uh, uh, she has an older sister in her family, so she was the youngest. And oh, now she's okay. like, now I'm the oldest. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I've always, I, I, I grew up the oldest, so I always wonder what it would be like to – in some way, if I would become not the oldest, and I, and I guess that would be how that happens. What, what's really funny is, uh, th- this is going to sound like a weird tangent, but uh, I used to watch Home Improvement a lot as a kid, and I always related to Randy, who was the middle kid. And, mm. But I'm, a, I'm an only child. I have no relation to that. I am the like almost dead center middle kid. <laughs> there you go. You could feel it. Yeah, I was just like, I knew on. it. <laughs> that's me. I know they're not around, but somewhere, that's me. Yeah. For someone who might not know, what is it like? Well, and again, you and your sister have such a unique look at this because not only do you grow up as donor children, knowing from the beginning, but both with gay parents. Like, I would say, did you know you were different from the beginning? But I think one that's a little apparent, and two, like, <laughs> even again, again, you would be growing even if you were like adopted or something like that. Having a gay parents would be making you different from the get go. So yeah, you got that extra layer. In there. Did it <laughs> feel like? You needed to find anything out, or was it really like, "Hey, this is my life, and do you, it is do you, what it is." Do you mean like, uh, like find out about the donor or anything like that? Well, I guess, uh, I, I guess, did your mom tell you like, "Hey, just so you know, this is how this is," or was it just like, a, "Oh, well, I, I know." Oh no, it, gay, it, so it, this it, is it was it was very, very upfront from the get go, um, mm-hmm. like. I don't remember the moments, but I know that like my moms are like, "Hey, we're gay. It's different. <laughs> You're gonna see dudes with their kids. That's not how this goes." Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, like I, they were never shying away from like what what our family was and how I was brought into the world, and mm. um, I'm really appreciative of that because like I did never have that like well. A minute. Uh, I never had one of those moments. Something's not. Yeah, right. uh, I, I I tell it on the podcast, but uh, but the, w- one of my favorite memories. I'm sitting in a, a grocery cart, and my mom's one of my moms is shopping, and I and because you know I'm like, oh god, two. I don't know. And I was just like, which one of you wore the suit, and which one wore the dress? And they're just like, oh child. <laughs> <laughs> You got a lot to learn. <laughs> we will mold you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that was the that was the most uh, that was like the most like huh moment that I think I had as a kid. Do you have any ideas for the podcast to have like your all your parents on potentially, we, or at least have your parents ever interacted at all? Oh yeah, um, yeah. We we've talked about doing uh, an episode that has some parents on it. Uh, we're still feeling that out um, for sure. But uh, but yeah, no. When uh, when we had the the big get together in December, and it, I say big, but like it, what, not everyone was able to make it, and I get it. It's mm. the, we live all across the, the the United States and some further than that. Um, That's cool. And so the the five of us that met up, um, uh, 
my my moms were here because we met here uh, in San Diego, mm-hmm. and then Christy's mom came. So that was, so like at one point the sibling was just like, oh god, two of the mothers are meeting, <laughs> 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 and it was really it was it was a fun time. Like everyone got along. It was great. That's awesome. That's really really cool. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like. It's such a great idea for a podcast because, like you said, I imagine there's not a whole lot out there, and it and it just can help so many yeah. different people. I just I I commend you guys immensely to be able to use your experience to help others is just truly admirable. So hats off to you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's definitely not where I uh, where I imagined I was gonna uh, end up doing when I popped an AirPod in my ear and started talking to myself for 15 minutes about D and D. But right. hey, I'm happy with it. I love it. There you go. I always say the best things can happen when you pop in your pod in your <laughs> and talk about D&D for 15 minutes. It starts the greatest of journeys. Exactly. Well, Trevor, we, we've learned a whole lot about you and as a content creator and a, both as a person. It's been phenomenal. But we're going we're gonna to change pace a little bit and get to the nitty gritty of the up and comer opportunity. Uh, so big question I ask everyone is what are you looking to get out of the opportunity? Obviously, you've got podcasting down. You could do it in your sleep. And I'm sure, based <laughs> off what you've told me, you probably have. Oh, my God. No, um, I just really, what's I've never thing? had a dream about podcasting. Whoa. Really? Oh, that's going to happen tonight now. I know it. <laughs> there we go. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Other than potentially having the opportunity to produce podcast dreams, uh, what, what's a big thing you're looking to get out of the up-and-comer week? Um, so... Here's the thing, like I, I love podcasting. I would love to podcast with literally anyone at Kind of Funny. Like no, mm. no joke. Every everyone there is fantastic, and I I would be uh, just freaking blessed to to be on a podcast with any one of them. But I know that like with like my situation here at home and everything mm. like that, I couldn't move up to San Francisco and work for Kind of Funny. I know that. Right. Um, it, it, it kills me because like, I even back in the day, I wanted to move there and be an IGN. Like I wanted to work with Greg mm-hmm. Miller and all them and everything like that. I wanted to be Damon Hetfield's best friend. Uh, oh, of <laughs> and uh, he's just so pretty. And yeah, so like I w- what I would love to contribute is what I can from where I am. Like mm-hmm. right now, like if if they're like, okay, Trevor, pitch us something right now. What are you gonna do? I want to run a D and D game for them. Okay. I want to run a and d game, and I've even thought about it, because I, I heard the one where freaking Nick and, and, and Tim were talking about. I will. I want to run them a game that is Fast and the Furious meets Mad Max Fury Road in hell. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, 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 put, I put a little bit of thought into it, because, it's just, you know, it's fun. But, yeah, I would love to... to, to not just play D and D with them, but like to to you know show to teach them to show them how the game works and everything like that. Record something with them, and just mm-hmm. put it out there and have fun. Like that that's the whole thing. Oh, like yeah. that's one reason I love doing podcasting. It's fun. So mm-hmm. it, yeah, if I was able to combine my love for kind of funny, my love for D and D, and my love for podcasting, if I got to do all that at once, oh my god, dream come true. Just oh yeah, oh, for sure. I, I I would just I'd go walk off and stare at the sun for a bit and just be like, it's been a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not I've achieved sun. all my goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like I I would love to work at kind of funny. Like again, like what I was talking about earlier, where it's like I want to be creative all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. And working there, I would love to do that. I'd love to work on like 
you know, KFAF with with uh, Andy and uh, Nick, and or like even just working behind the scenes with Kevin and and Barrett. Like, I one of the things that podcasting has made me realize is I love producing, <laughs> like mm-hmm. editing and and getting stuff uh, looking good and sounding right and all that stuff. I really love doing it. So like even on that aspect, I'd love to do it. But again, I don't have the ability to just move up to San Francisco and join their team. So, yeah. Um, so, like, if I was able to record a game with them on Discord like this or I was able to, like, hop in on a, a KFGD, just, like, kind of be, like, one of those people that just hops in sometimes, that's what I would love to do. I, I don't want to step into the ring and, you know, get in someone's way that has the opportunity that can go and join their team and be there for them as much as they need. Um, I, I wouldn't want to like step on anyone's toes there. I'm I'm here to be like, hey, I'm I want to be here occasionally and help you out as I can. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Do you think you'd ever want to make a media esque group like kind of funny with with again all your ideas and the things you do? I mean, heck, you and your siblings are like a little production <laughs> team out there. Um, maybe I don't know. Um, that is. I mean, heck, you said you said live show there, and I'm like, oh my god, I had, that's never crossed my mind for anything I've ever done. So I think that one is that one's way further down the line for me than mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, I mean, yeah, it would be cool. Like now you're saying it, and now my brain won't stop thinking. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> it would be cool if there was like the the media brand of Difficulty Class, and there were several D and D or even just RPG podcasts that fell under that umbrella. Like, there could be a D and D one. There could be one about uh, the Star Wars RPG or Call of Cthulhu. There could be actual play games going on. There could be a web comic like I like I oddly just spewed out. Uh, like, there could be a bunch. <laughs> Of stuff that falls into that as just a fan appreciation for role playing games, and that would be cool. Yeah, again, how the hell do I do that? <laughs> Josh, tell me, how do I do that? <laughs> hey, just like you started with podcasting, you, you put, put an earbud in and start making a business plan, you start talking to yourself, make a business plan, and in a year, you'll have 10 more siblings. Who no business, and that's it'll be the same thing. Uh, uh, we we talked about a shirt before uh, we started recording, and I'm gonna pitch a new shirt. We do it to Apple. It just says "Pop an earpod in and go to work." Uh. There you go. There you go. So, Trevor, I guess biggest thing I gotta say: Do you have any like? It, money's not an object, and this is a thing I ask everyone. Money's not an object. Time's not an object. What is like the biggest project you want to do? Oh my god. Um, I mean, money, money, you said time is no object. That's the key one for me because time, that's the one I always throw in there. Like time sucks. You take as much time as you need to move it. Yes, it does. Um, I mean, I, I, I will say that I'm, I'm, I'll give you two answers because mainly the main one, if time were no object, I would just write books forever. Like, (laughs) it's just like, I'm just going to pump out a bunch of books and, and just go to town if anyone would ever read them. But, um, like, right now, like, again, like what I was saying, where the, the live show is still just so it's so far away from, like, what I'm thinking. Honestly, what I just pitched there with, like, the difficulty class yeah. banner, like, I think that would be what I would want to do. Like, like, build a community. Build, mm-hmm. um, build people up who are like kind of like like what you are doing you are building people up in the community 
no one freaking knows who I am unless they watch like respawning fire or something. Nobody in this community knows who I am. Um, but, uh, but like there, we have, we do that kind of on difficulty class where in the middle of every episode, we do a DM's guild spotlight or just a, a third party spotlight where we are like, Hey, this is a D and D product not made by wizards of the coast. They are fan- it's a fantastic product. You should check it out. We give the link That's and cool. everything like that. And I would love to get more of that going. Where like, I I I like to think that I'm a good DM, but like I I know that like when I try to write an adventure, it doesn't come out right. But I know there's so many people who do, and I would love to elevate them and and have a community that is all around that. And and if it was under this difficulty class banner, that would be amazing. So I, I think. I think you, we we figured that one out on the road there. <laughs> there you go. I think it's a wonderful idea and a wonderful goal to have. Uh, well, Trevor, we have hit the end of all the questions I had, and I feel like I know you a hell of a lot better. <laughs> I think the people out there know you a hell of a lot better, and it has been wonderful talking to you. Where can people go to keep up to date on everything you're doing, all the podcasts coming out, all the Ooh. all the potential live shows, the whole, whole nine yards? <laughs> Um, well, let's start with the the main one. You can find me on Twitter at the Trevor, which is at T H E T R E A V O R. That's right, my name is spelled weird because I couldn't just come from gay mothers donor concepted. I had to have a weird name too. Um, there you go. You got the trifecta. <laughs> I got the trifecta. Um, and yeah, you can find my podcast, Difficulty Class for Dungeons and Dragons, from the same Mister for interesting family dynamics. Uh, and I'm gonna podcast for just random shit. Do you want to hear me ask my friends about what paranormal shit's real and what's I made up? Go listen to that. Other side of suspicion's fun. Uh, and you can follow them on Twitter uh, at difficulty class, at the same Mister, and at I'm gonna tweet. <laughs> Fantastic. And we're expecting to see the tweets about whatever podcasting dream you eventually have yes. on your Twitter. Absolutely. Correct. By the way, you, you were saying that like. You know, we, we've talked for an hour. You asked me all the questions. You feel like you know me better. I feel like we need, I, I don't know if you've done it. We need an episode where somebody talks to you. We, we need to get, we need to get to know you, Josh. It's been brought up uh, numerous times, all right, and I, I have thought I have thought about sitting down, like you said, sitting down, putting headphones on, and talking to myself for an hour. Though, though I just I have so many people on the list to talk to. I just feel like I gotta take I gotta take a back seat for right now. You know, I, get I know you. it I get should you. happen eventually. Absolutely, but there are just so many wonderful best friends out there who all there are their a stories bunch of wonderful tell. best friends. You listening right now are a wonderful best friend. Indeed. You are wonderful. You are beautiful. Everyone in this community, as long as you are promoting positivity, I think yes. deserves a spot and is a wonderful human being. So just be wonderful to each other, you know? Uh, I want to thank Trevor so much for sitting down. He has just been, he's brightened me up. He came <laughs> with so much energy, so much positivity. It's three cups I just, of coffee. I like, feel like is. I could run him out. There you go. You know, I'm I'm getting to eight o'clock at my place and I feel like I could, I got to clean the kitchen after this. I got all the energy in the world now. So thank you so much, Trevor, well, for taking for time, me. sitting down with me. Of course, my friend. Uh, well, everyone, that is another episode of the Up and Comer podcast. If you or anyone you know is running to be an Up and Comer, please let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter at Josh Biddick. Uh, we've got a pretty booked calendar right now, but again, send me a message. I will keep you in mind. That way, when we have an opening, I will hit you up. And that's all I have for you today. As always, have fun, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.